You're listening to the Pool Proof Wisdom Podcast, where we bring our authentic selves, refuse to raise grown folks, and share wisdom you can use. With your host, Charles K. Pool. Well, hello there, good people. Man, it's been quite a while, hasn't it? The last time that I did an episode was back in April. Took May off. Life happened, as it often does. And you know how it is. You've got to kind of go with the flow, as they say. And there were lots of things going on from work to all kinds of things that just popped up unexpectedly. And, you know, I don't believe that when you are dealing with a lot of things, that it always means that you have to deal with a lot of things. There are these instances where you've got to just sit back and say, this is what I can do. I can't do any more. And you have to cut what doesn't fit and keep it moving. And that's what I did. So it turned out that I ended up taking off the month of May. And now that I reflect on it, it actually feels pretty pretty good that I did so. So I feel happy about that. Um, these things are always the types of situations where you get to look back over what you've done and you get to make a choice then and there to say well done or you screw that up and i think that i can say well done for having decided to take that month and not focus on churning out a podcast just for the sake of churning out a podcast but to recover re-engage and then come back and think about some things that I wanted to actually say. Now, as it turns out, I was not planning to record a podcast episode today either. But sometimes, sometimes the spirit moves you and you know that it's time to say something. And, you know, some things have been on my mind. I mean, the world has been aflame, it seems, you know, over the last couple of months. And as quiet as it may be kept, I certainly keep my own counsel as I am an observer of the world, not just someone who is living in it, but actually paying attention to it, trying to figure out what the hell is going on from day to day. We've had so much horrific news to absorb. You wonder from time to time, can the spirit even take it? And yet it seems that we are becoming almost desensitized to things that at one time would have made us just lose our minds. You know, particularly I'm talking about these mass shootings and these unrepentant people who are attacking these individuals, killing individuals, killing children, killing people because of the color of their skin, because of all number of different things. We would have found ourselves in a different way than we are now. It kind of happens and we all have heard the conversations and everybody does hopes and prayers and politicians posture and say stupid things about, you know, why we should care about one issue, meaning guns over other issues such as life. And the beat goes on, as the old song says. And then we get back to a level of normalcy and we forget that the horror is just a few moments away. And of course, these days, we don't even have that much time. We have, you know, a period where there's a shooting one day and then the next day there's another one and maybe there's a pause and the following week there's another one. And we watch it all play out in real time and we still do nothing about it. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. And 
you know, there are so many people who believe that there are sides to be on here. I think that the only side that matters is the side of human life and the protection of it. But anyone else who wants to argue that, I don't engage because if there's one thing I've learned in this age of social media, in this age of misinformation, in this age when actually having information on which to base an opinion doesn't matter, I don't engage with people who are not worth the effort. <clears throat> and I know that may sound harsh. If it is, I can't take any responsibility for that. That's how it's being interpreted. It's not how I'm intending it to be received. But some people are not worth your anger. They're not worth your getting physically and emotionally upset about things. So I just don't argue. I work every day as someone who promotes the idea of being kind and generous and loving toward other humans. I work hard every day to fight this inner part of my psyche, of my being that really gets tired of people sometimes. I know we're all there. It happens to all of us, no matter what our good intentions and what our spirit may say. From time to time, we deal with it. So it often strikes people as surprising when I tell them that I'm in a battle every day not to be an asshole, even when I have the right to be one. The things I hear, the things people say, the actions they engage in, I could jump on the bandwagons and be out there, you know, saying what I want to say and, you know, using expletives and giving people the finger and just getting all up in it, engaged when there's nothing that is going to come from that. It's much like worry for me. I don't do it because nothing comes from it. So I continue to fight the battles the way that I choose to fight the battles, which is to focus on what good there is in people, to speak about it, to support it, to stand with it, and to try to obviously demonstrate it myself through my own actions. Because that's the only way that I'm able to stay sane, is by doing the work that I believe is my purpose here, which is to take all of the experience I've had, let it transition into wisdom, then share it with other people so that the foundational purpose I serve is going to help others as well as myself. Remember that the foundation on which everything is built is faith that all this crap, all this histrionic behavior, all this violence, all of this racism, all of this sexism, all of these isms will pass away one day. This too shall pass is a mantra for me because I have certainly witnessed it in my own life. So that constant battle not to be an asshole is very real for me. There are so many times when I have gotten up and left a room or ended a phone conversation or just walked away so that I don't then end up trying to justify my own shitty behavior by saying, you made me angry. You upset me so I could only react this way because I know better, I'm an adult. And I know that we all make our choices about how we're going to respond to any stimuli, physical, emotional, otherwise. And what I'm never going to do is to be a hypocrite by getting to the point where I let anyone hear from my lips that my behavior is based upon something that they did when ultimately it's based upon a choice that I made. And that distinction is very important to me.
And it's how I keep a balance struck so that I know the difference between needing to respond and react and when I should walk away. You know, the truth is strength is not necessarily manifest in terms of doing what is expected, even when people feel that you were justified in doing so. I mean, we can go back to so many examples where people will say, you were right for, you know, punching that so-and-so in the jaw, or you were right for blessing them out. You were right for this. And they'll stand there and support you. But in your heart, in your own head, you know that you were supposed to be better than that, given what you know, what you understand, and what you've experienced. That's certainly the case for me. But it's a constant work. When people say, Lord, help me, I'm a work in progress, there is no place where that is truer for me than when it comes to that ongoing battle of trying not to be an asshole. Because after being on this planet for the number of years I have and seeing so many people repeat the same behaviors over and over and over again and using all kinds of reasoning to justify it when it's just the fact that they are a straight up jerk, it's hard sometimes not to just want to line them all up and slap the taste out of all of their mouths consecutively from end to end on the line. But what would that say about me? It would make me a horrible person. And I am bound and determined that I am never going to be so overcome by my reaction to someone else's behavior that it makes me forget who I am. That excuse doesn't hold water, no matter how much we may want it to. So that sense of strength that I think that I have and possess and that fight that keeps me in the battle where I keep winning so I'm not hopefully an asshole, it's only possible because I'm as strong as my readiness to surrender all expectations, all justifications, all rationales, but the one that matters to me most, which is I am on this planet to put more good into the world than I take from it. And you can't do that if all you're doing is engaging in the very behavior that drives you to your wit's end. So I don't do it. I find other avenues to take out my frustrations. Sometimes it's a good workout. Sometimes it's a stiff drink. Sometimes it's just calling up people who understand and having a conversation and letting yourself expunge all of that vitriol, all of that frustration, all of that difficulty that's in your head, that's in your heart, that makes you feel that you should be doing something different, but that in your heart, you know you shouldn't do. So that's kind of what I have been thinking about lately. The world certainly has gone crazy. <laughs> that's putting it lightly, right? It's gone crazy. The number of things that we do to each other in the name of one faction or another it's it's just beyond explanation and a lot of us who go through our lives every day doing our best fighting the good fight being responsible and being accountable because those are different things so when you can be both that's a blessing those of us who do that yeah no one would really blame us if we lost it one day and just went buck wild on everybody no one would 
But that's not how we get off, is it? We don't get off that easily because other people would be okay with doing it. We've got to have our own standards, our own sense of accountabilities, and we can't let go of those in a moment just because other people would endorse it. In this life, your choices, your decisions are everything. Every outcome that you have, you have to sit down and look at it and you have to ask yourself what you did that may have played a role in it. But you also have to ask yourself, once it's said and done, what is it that you're supposed to take from it, whether it's a bad situation that you find yourself in or a great one? In each instance, it's always the same question. What, Lord, would you have me do with this? In this life, a lot of people think that we come into it and it's supposed to be fair, that it's supposed to always be wonderful, that we are supposed to be able to live out on a daily basis all of our hopes and dreams. And that would be wonderful if it were possible. But come on, people, we know better. At best, life will have a lot of ups. It will have probably a lot more downs. And in between, there are those things that you can't tell if it's one or the other. But it's still life. And if we shift our perspectives and we stop thinking only in terms of what we're supposed to get from life, but what we're supposed to do with this life, it changes the whole dynamic of how you approach the moment you wake up every morning until the moment you go to sleep at night. Because it's not about just having everything go your way. It's about making the most of the time you've been given to have an impact and create an imprint in this world on other people's lives that can help them move forward in a positive way that leads all of us to a place where we are looking at a humanity first perspective as opposed to an us versus them dynamic. Changes everything. Changes freaking everything. And I can say that because it is something that I have found in my own life has helped me survive, has helped me survive everything so far. And there's been plenty. Last month or so, too, as I've been dealing with some things, you know, there's some health things that I found out about. Uh, one of them was that after being on the planet for quite a number of years, I was suddenly anemic. And we are still in the process of trying to find out what is behind that. Uh, I mean, really anemic. It was crazy when we got the lab numbers in. And, you know, you have to do all kinds of tests. I think I've had literally every blood test created and known to humanity. Then you have to have the other wonderful stuff like a colonoscopy and, you know, other things. And I actually found out some other things that I did not know were going on inside my body. None of them horrific at this point in time, but worth checking out because I'm an advocate, as you know, for my own health, and I encourage everyone else to be the same. But had I not done the checking, none of the things we found would have been known. And I was recalling recently having, you know, dealt with a lot of people in my life who are friends and health challenges that they're dealing with, that we all have got to advocate for ourselves and be strong when it comes to asking the tough questions, doing the tests that they don't want you to have, and then taking the steps necessary to try to find the path to recover or repair before there's a problem, anything that's going on that's potentially wrong. That is something that too requires a level of surrender 
and you can't be ready for what's going to happen to you in life, whether it's emotional, physical, financial, whatever it is. All you can do is be ready to surrender to whatever the situation is and go with the flow. And once you do that, it helps you to understand that you will go forward. But how you go forward is entirely up to you. Every decision I make, I am making based upon the best information available to me and guided by what I hope the outcomes of those decisions will be. There are no guarantees, but I am fearless in my simple belief that whatever it is, whether it's personal, whether it is professional, whether it's global in content and context as it relates to other people, national in scope for that matter, as we look at all the things going on in this country right now, all I can do is take responsibility to be accountable for my decisions, hopefully guided by my experience and knowledge that has helped me understand that I am not just here for myself, but I'm here for other people as well. So these things I think are pretty much indicative that there are three things that we all get to do in life. I don't care who you are, where you come from, what you look like, what faith or religion that you subscribe to, all the differences that make this world such a fantastic place that we should be celebrating. If you are looking at all of those differences, there is a commonality. It's a human commonality. And that is in life. These three things are, if you are smart, <laughs> you will allow life to teach you how to live it because not one of us come here knowing how to do that. It is literally on the job training. And if you are smart and you're paying attention, you aren't only learning that from your own direct experience, but you're learning it as a direct result of how you engage with others and you let them help you learn how to live your own life by how they're choosing to live theirs. And you take the good parts and apply them where appropriate and the things that haven't worked out for them, those become your cautionary tales. And you learn this may not be the way for me to go, but you have to allow life to teach you how to live it. It's not something that comes with a guidebook. It's on the job training and you learn it one moment, one minute, one hour, one day, one month, one year at a time. The second thing that you get to do in this life is you get to choose whether you're going to live just with abandon or you're going to live with purpose. Now, I'm going to give you an encouragement that says, I would really suggest that you try to live with purpose. Because otherwise, you remember the movie where there was the plastic bag just floating aimlessly up on the wind, landing here and going to and fro? Nothing about that was the way that we should be living our lives. We should find something, because we all have at least one, that is purposeful for us that helps us to understand who we can be and how we can be better human beings. And when we do that, it allows us to have focus. And a life without focus is a life that's all over the damn place. We see it with all the messy people. Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna name names, but hell, if you just look at the celebrity groupings alone, you have to look at these people and say, don't they have something better to do can't they find something better to spend their time on? And you find this in your own life, your friends, your family, people that you work with sometimes. 
these are aimless people and they don't have a sense of purpose. And it's not that they don't have one, it's just that they haven't found it yet. And maybe they haven't bought into the idea as well that the time has come for them to identify something that gives them a reason for really getting up in the morning, other than the fact that you may have to go to work or you have to go and work out. You have something that you get up for every day that gives you joy in pursuing it. That purpose is huge in terms of the things that you get to do in this life. Now, the third thing to some people may sound maudlin, but let's just keep it real. You may have read in one of my books or heard me say in previous instances in this podcast that my mom used to have a saying, which was that, you know, we need to really have perspective when it comes to the life that we have. The first thing that she used to say is that, unfortunately, it seems more often than not that life is wasted on the living. And the second part of what she would say, and this is something she said to a doctor um, on the day that she literally found out that after years of treatment, there was nothing else that they could do for her and that she was going to have to go home and she'd be passing away. And as the doctor who'd been working with her for roughly eight years was delivering this information with tears in his own eyes, my mom reached out and grabbed his hand. And instead of him comforting her, she was comforting him. And she told him this, she said, baby, last time I checked, none of us get out of here alive. It's okay. I just want to go home. One of the strongest moments I've ever, ever witnessed. And it changed me for the better because I certainly understood what it meant to understand how your life can be defined by the choices that you make. And so that third thing is that while you are allowing life to teach you how to live it, and hopefully you will find a purpose and pursue it, you've got to do your best to achieve that purpose by taking the steps that are available to you to die as slowly as possible, to be healthy and strong and alert so that you can do the work that you are given to do. And it doesn't help if you go quickly. It doesn't help if you don't take care of yourself so that you can be here to do the things that only you can do because each of those purposes I mentioned that we have are unique. No two people have the same purpose. So if you can do your best in taking care of yourself and loving yourself and being real with yourself, building strong relationships with others, serving your purpose, understanding what your life is, what it means and how to live it accordingly. What you're going to do is to serve that purpose without fail. You're going to be a happier person, not perfectly happy. I don't know of anyone who is, but you're going to be a happier person, more fulfilled. Your relationships will not suffer when you know who you are and you know who the people in your life are and why they're in your life in the first place. This gives you everything that you need to go forward, to not worry, to be hopeful, and to never, ever give up. And all things considered, when you think about it, what could be better than living a life that makes it very clear to you that you are here for a reason, that your reason can be filled with wonderful experience and understanding 
you can influence and impact other people. And when the time comes, you will finish your work and you get to go home to whatever comes next, knowing that you can say to yourself, well done, my time has come and I'm glad that I got to do what I got to do. Not bad to think about, is it? So a month being away from the podcast, these are the things that are on my mind. Nothing necessarily too sexy or too obtuse, nothing overly crazy. Certainly nothing that has anything to do with anything that is negative. My platform, my belief system, my goal is to encourage and promote hope and faith and love amongst all human beings. You can do it too. All you've got to do is to make the decision. And the decision, good people, is yours. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Pool Proof Wisdom Podcast. We always enjoy the company. Be sure to listen, like, subscribe, and share using Google and Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, YouTube, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate it very much if you simply tell a friend about the podcast too. Spread the word. Until next time, keep on living.